Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. Today we have a special message to the whole body of believers, but especially mothers, because it is, and we are so thankful, thankful, thankful that uh, God uh, won't allow them to do away with some special days. And Mother's Day is special, isn't it? It's special. The title of the message today is, I have not seen such faith. I have not seen such faith. Now, now, now the, the thing that, that I wanted to get over to us today is that mothers are very special, and they have to have a lot of faith. I mean a lot of faith. Mothers have to have a lot of faith. Uh, because, you, you know, you, you think about some of the things that, that God has said to mothers, uh, like he's going to multiply their pain in childbirth. And still, they're they're gonna be have a heart for their their husbands, and you think, man, I don't understand how they can have so much faith to have children. And then you think about when you when when people have children, you know the the, the stories you see on TV and stuff like that. They might not be right, but but I know that. Uh, my wife said, delivered three, and and other people told me, it hurts, it hurts, you know? I mean, it's painful, painful. And and nowadays, they have men that are, that'll be in the, in the room and stuff like that and, and uh, all that kind of stuff. And I said, man, no way in the world. Don't even try. Don't ask me because... Uh, I don't want to faint. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to be in shock, you know, because I mean, you, people die from shock too, you know. They they really do. They die from shock, and um, and mothers go through a lot. They really do. They go through a lot. And so, I want to do three things today. Is that speaking for God? He he wants to. Encourage the training of women to keep 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 going, and that means us all also. And he wants to encourage us, and he also wants to uh, for us to encourage each other. So let's start with uh, training. And you said, "Well, what does that have to do with Mother's Day?" You know, well, it has a lot to do with Mother's Day. A lot to do with Mother's Day. Let's look at in Matthew chapter eight. Let's go there. Let's go there. I want us to remember a few things from this particular scripture. One thing is I want you to remember, this is what I call now the centurion principle. The centurion principle. And and a centurion, of course, is a Roman soldier. And um, this Roman soldier, he has... 
uh, oversight and charge over a hundred uh, men, and so they call him centurion. And uh, let's start in verse five of that uh, chapter eight of Matthew. It's uh, Matthew chapter eight. Let's start in verse five. And when Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, imploring him, and saying, Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home, fearfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. Now, if you read uh, another version in uh, Matthew, you'll get some additional things that, that that happened, and some things was a little bit uh, different, but it's still the same event. And he says in verse 8, Lord, I'm not worthy for you to uh, come under my roof, but just say the word, and my servant will be healed. That is something else I want us to remember there, that God is trying to train us that when he speaks the word, it's going to be done. It's going to be done. And that's what it says here. Say the word. Just say the word. That's all you have to do. Say the word, my servant will be healed. Is that true? Is that true that, that, that all God has to do is say the word and it's done? And it says, of course, in other places it says, um, the word is forever settled in heaven. Forever. So there's a lot in the, in the word about how faithful he is to his word. And his word never fails. And so, if this centurion knew something, what did he know? Because I, that's why I chose to do Matthew rather than Luke. Because he up front said, you don't have to come to my house. Up front. And the other one, of course, when he got close to the house, then he said, word, hey, you don't have to come in. Uh, but, see, this is important. And I wanted to know, okay, God, what do you want us to learn and be trained in? And God is saying that I want you to be trained in that when you read the word, when you hear the word, when you see the word, then just realize it is done. It's done. It's done. It's forever settled in heaven. It's done. And so this centurion says, and I said, wow, this is cool. This is, this is really cool. Why would he know such thing? He says in verse 8, 
For I also, also, also. So he knew that Jesus had some authority. He knew he had some authority. How did he know he had some authority? Because he heard about Jesus. And he knew that Jesus healed people. He knew that. He, he, he would command demons to come out of people. And so the centurion said, wait a minute. I want him to come to my house and heal my, 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 my servant him. I, I want him to do that because he has some authority in the spirit realm. And whatever he says, it is done. It's done. So he, 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 he says, to him, for I also am a man under authority. That's important. That's important. He did not say, I also am a man with authority. I have some authority just like you. He didn't say that. And see, that's what, that's what most people say, see. Most people who... They get up in the ranks. They know they have some authority, and they want to let everybody know they have authority. You do what I say because I have authority. I'm the big cheese. Yeah? I'm the big cheese. And see, the centurion, he knew that's not true. That's not, that's not, you don't have no authority. If you got to go around telling somebody you have authority. No, the, the, I, want to, I want to see the people who's under authority. That's what I want to see. Because if I'm under authority and you give me somebody who I'm in charge of, then I know I'm going to represent those who are over me, who sent me, who has the authority. And therefore, I don't speak in my name. I speak in his name. You see? And so that's why he says, I want to train the women in particular, because it's Mother's Day, but everybody specifically. I want to train you that when you hear the word, you automatically bow to the word because the word is going to come to pass. I want you to practice that. Practice that. And you let the women know, I want them to practice that. Practice it because, you see, I know that one of the greatest anxieties and, and worries and uh, turmoil and all these things with women is their children. Their children. They 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 are uh, they really get bent out of shape over their children's problems. Am I right? More so than their husbands. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. You know, you can see them, and they are. Uh, 
sale on TV. TV they they talk about well, well you know your your son he he did he murdered all these people he did all this stuff. What what? He's a good boy. He just got in with the wrong crowd. I mean they are, they are always lifting up their children. Their children. They'll do anything for their children. For their children. And so God is saying, look, I want them to understand that they are under authority. I want the mothers to understand they are under authority. I want all of you to understand you are under authority. All of us, men, women, I don't know. And if we are under authority, that means we have authority. And we represent the one who has the authority. And there is no one higher than God. No one. Matter of fact, Jesus says, some authority has been given to me. All. All. So that means that he's the top. There is none above him. You said the father's above him. Yes, but there's only one God. Right? God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. One God, the scripture says. One God. So therefore, there's none higher than God. And if Jesus says that all authority has been given to me, that means that the one who has the authority, the, the Father says, that, look, I have given you all authority. Now, you do this. And Jesus says that I do nothing except I see what my Father does. And so I want us to say, you know, mothers, I'm on the authority of Jesus Christ because I'm seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. That's the word of God now. I'm seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Therefore, where he is, I am. And my life is here with Christ in God. So therefore, I'm an authority and I have the authority to say whatever God tells me to say. And he says that, you know, we can read it from Genesis on. We have dominion, don't we? We have dominion as Christians. We have, because God has given us to us, he says that children obey your parents. Didn't he? So we have some authority on this earth. We have some authority. And he wants us to execute this authority. And if if I'm a man on authority, if you women are mothers under authority, what can you not speak to that your children might be going through or going to go through or went through that you cannot 
get rid of. Is it anything now? Now, help me that. Help me to understand. Is it anything that Jesus can't remedy? Anything. Suppose, suppose now, suppose you have somebody that has a, a legion of, of evil demons. Can he just speak the word and they leave? Can he say just, just, can he say just leave, get out? What would they do? They get out. See, he's told us to do things in his word, and he says that I want these mothers to realize that they, I want them in training to speak the word to their situation, and it will be done. If I have told them what to say and what to do, they, all they need to do is do it. Just do it, and it'll be done. That, 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 that's why he said, just speak the word. And that's why he's telling us and telling mothers, just speak the word over your children. Speak the word. Speak the word. You say, well, well you know, my, my, my daughter, she's going through all this stuff. She's going through this. My son is going through all this stuff, you know. And then all this just speak the word. Just speak the word. And it'll be done. It'll be done. If it's the word, in the right context, it'll be done. It'll be done. And I said, God, this is, this is, this is good now. This is good, God. I, I, I love this. And it says that because, see, I'm an authority, and all I had to do is tell one, go. What is that servant going to do? Go. If I say, come, what is the servant going to do? Come. If I say, do this, he does it. Now, when Jesus, this is verse 10, now, when Jesus heard this, he marveled. And said to those who were following, truly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, such great faith now, great faith, not just faith, great faith, with anyone in Israel. Woo! I said, wow, wow, wow. Mm-hmm. Now, this is, that, 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 that's, that's that's good. You're calling for us then because what is faith? And I'm not saying, quote, you know, uh, from Hebrews, uh, uh, you know, now faith is the substance of those things. So faith is belief and trust in God. Simple, plain. If he said it, it's true. That's what faith is. Trust in God. I'm not talking about faith in a chair. Faith on the job, I'm talking about faith in God. And so that's what faith is. Faith is, if he if he's said it, it's true, and we can stand on it, we can go take it to the bank, 
I don't care what the economy is like, faith in heaven is going to always be there. It always stands. Always. So the centurion principle is that you're under authority. That's the first thing you're not doing. You're under authority. You're under God's authority. And the second thing is that just speak the word of God and it's done. Now, then you say, well, tell me some other things about is it really true? Well, I don't have to turn. Really, I mean, it's in Genesis chapter 1. And we know that, you know, the world was without form and void, all that kind of stuff. And Holy Spirit was, you know, hovering over there. And God said, right? Every time it says, and God said, what happens? Whatever he said happened. That's what it is. Let there be life. I mean, is life still going on? Yeah. How about if he says, you know, I'm going to put two lights up here. I'm going to put one that's going to be ruling by day, one by night. Is it still going on? I don't care what uh, global warming. I don't care what happens. They're still there, aren't they? They're going to be there until God changes it. They're going to be there. They're going to be there. Whatever he puts into it. Motion is going to be there until he changes it. So I said, ooh, that's what you want us to do. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, let's go to 2 Timothy. Let's go there because in, 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 in 2 Timothy chapter 3, let's go there. Um, it's something that's really, really important. That we need to know. We're going to start in verse 14. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 14. It says. You have a. Continue in the things that you have learned. And become convinced of. Knowing from whom you have learned them. Verse 18. And that from childhood, you have known the sacred writings, which are able to give you wisdom that leads to salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Now, that's important because mothers, God wants us to. Keep the word going to our children. And I don't care how young they are. Start when they're in the womb. Start speaking the word. You say, they're not, they're not born yet. They can hear. They can hear. Speak the word over your children. I don't care how old they are. Speak the word. 
to your children. Speak the word. The word will not return void. It's going to accomplish that which God pleases where he's sinning. It's going to accomplish. And see, a lot of us in here, we have, you all have, I have some, you know, that's on the way, uh, grandchildren. And so, you say, you don't have nobody. Oh, is somebody pregnant? Which, which one of you? They're on the way. No one, no one's pregnant yet, but they're on the way. They're on the way. Because God said, be fruitful and multiply. They're on the way. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, you can start speaking because, see, some of your grandchildren are, are, are young. Some of them are young. And he was telling Timothy that he had known the sacred writings that was able to save his soul to give him wisdom that leads because he started when he was little. Grand, grandparents, you can... You need to have that word going forth to your grandchildren as well as to your children as well as to your grown children. You need to have it going forth because that word is not going to return void. It's not going to return void. And you say, well, well, it's the parents' responsibility. You know, my daughter and my son, to bring their children uh, to the church and get them in uh, under the word and things like that. Why? Suppose they don't do it. That means that you're going to just let them hear all the stuff they hear in schools and, and sometimes around the house and around friends. You're going you're gonna to do that? Your grandchildren are your grandchildren. They're yours, and you need to take um, responsibility to say, this word is going forth. Because, see, your, a lot of times your grown children might not be walking the way they should walk and the way they will walk later on, so you can take the responsibility say, I'm going to take my grandchildren to church. They're going to be at church. Every Sunday, they're going to be in the Sunday school. They're going to hear the word, and they're going to walk the word. They're going to hear it with me when they rise up, when they lay down, when they're eating. They're going to hear the word. And you say, well, that's a lot of responsibility. I don't, I don't raise my children. I don't raise no grandchildren. Well, are they yours? Yeah, they're yours. Why not? Why not? You've, you've heard so many people say, uh, how, how did you uh, get to, to be the way you are? My grandmama, she prayed for me. Man, every time I was over there, man, she, she had me in the word of God, man. If it weren't for grandparents, where would we be? You know, where would we be? So I'm telling you, God said, start the training with your grandchildren, great-grandchildren, 
keep it up with your children. Well, they don't want to hear it. So, when did they start making some decision that's wise? You know, you give them the word. And you say, well, they might not let me see my grandchildren. Really? They're so happy to get rid of those children for a little while. You know? Because, I mean, we've had, we've had parents in our church that had grown children that had children, and they wouldn't let the grandparents see their children. I said, well, you just keep praying. Don't worry about it. Just keep praying. After a while, now, the same person, man, they bought the grandparent a car and say, because they live out of town. And that, that lady's out, out of town all, all the time. They bring no grandchildren there. Man, it, she can't keep the grandchildren away because the parents, you know, saying, Mom, come get them. Come get them. You know? And she give, she give them the word. She give them the word. Training. Training. Because it says in verse 16, all scripture, not some, all scripture. That means the, 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 the verses, it means from Genesis to Revelation, in parts, in whole, the whole scripture, it says, is inspired. That, that word inspired means it's God breathed. Is God breathed? Yes, He used man. Yes, He used man in the man's personality. But God is the one who breathed whatever is is in this Bible. It is true. Is the excuse me? Anything man does, it can't be all right. Let me tell you something. We are dealing with God. We're not dealing with just a man saying that I'm. I'm I think I'll write uh, Second Timothy. You know, I write to I, I write to Timothy, the second letter. Now, Paul is being led by the Spirit of God. God is writing. It's inspired by God. God breathed, and it's profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man or woman of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. Training. Training. God wants us to train women, women and mothers so that, and the men, so that you really believe whatever you say is going to come to pass. Because you're not going to say anything that's not in this word. You see what I'm saying? Say what's in the word. You say, I don't know all that's in the word. Well, just say one verse that you know that's in this word. It's going to come to pass. That's all I did. There's a many scriptures on healing. I just quoted one. I will live and not die. That's all I said. Over and over and over and over and over. I don't care what somebody said. 
I don't care what the doctor said. I don't care what uh, people said in the church or people said over me. I don't care who anything. I will live and not die. Yeah, so I'm still here. So I'm saying that you don't have to know the, every scripture, but just know a scripture. Know two scriptures. Whatever God will give you, you say it because that's what he will uphold. He wants to encourage us that in Genesis chapter 3, verse 20, he wants to encourage you. It says, Now the man called his wife's name Eve because, the Bible says, she was the mother of all living. And D is in there, but all living. And so God wants me to encourage you mothers that you are special because let me tell you nobody comes in this earth except through a woman okay except Adam and God made him from the ground right and Eve, he built her, fashioned, the scripture says, her from the rib of Adam and fashioned her into the woman and brought her to him. And then there is Melchizedek that says had no beginning, had no end. And you said, well, Jesus too. And Jesus, but he came through what? A woman. He didn't come through no man. He came through a woman, right? In other words, it wasn't the normal way as far as the seeds, you know, Woman seed and man seed. It was God, but He used the woman to bring forth Jesus through Mary. And that makes me know that y'all are special. You're special. Do you hear what I'm saying? Nobody comes in this earth except through a woman. Nobody. I don't care. How good you may be, how handsome you may be, you know, like Moses, you're going to come through a woman. You see? Now, how special is that? Yeah. How special is that? We as men, we can't claim to be something when we are nothing. And we can't be putting down women because if it weren't for them, a woman... The man wouldn't be here. 
You came through you, you came through your mama, so don't act like you something. Now go get your mama. She'll put you in your place. He wants to encourage you in that way. And I want to also uh, encourage you in this to encourage each other because the scripture says, you know, um, that we need to encourage one another daily. As long as it's called today, we need to encourage one another. And I want to ask Minerva to come up because she wants to uh, share something with you. I, I was, um, I, I was studying. She said, "Hey, this will this will be cool." I said, "Hey, that'll go right along with the message." Yeah. Um, so, would you come up? Hey. Um, I wanted to encourage the ladies. I know most of you do um, pray for your children, and um, and so the mothers and the grandmothers. Um, And uh, I don't know why the Lord. Well, I believe He He gave me this idea. Uh, I've been praying over my children for over thirty-five years, and um, and I had when I was going through some papers, this little sheet fell out. These two little pieces of paper fell out, and you see they're kind of tattered and worn. Um, And on the front of it, it says, on this one it has a little, it says, pray for your children. And it was one one thing attached. They had attached to each other, but over the years it just wore, kind of worn out. But on the top, I have, you can see, it was Ivy, Cammy, and Brandy's name at the top of this, this little prayer thing. And I, what happened years ago, as a young mother, um, I had a friend who, who said to me, do you pray over your children? And I had never been uh, taught or encouraged to pray over my children. And so she said, well, you need to pray over your children. So um, so I really took her seriously what she said about praying over, over the, the girls. And, uh, and somehow, and I'm thinking that this may have come from her, I'm not sure, because uh, the pastor and I tried to contact the people to uh, who this, who it came from, to see if they still had this little prayer form here, praying, pray, praying for your children. And it's been so long that they no longer print it. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, I wanted to really encourage parents, and, and particularly mothers, young mothers as well as older mothers and grandmothers, to to really spend the time and take the time to pray over your children because it's very, very important, especially during this time and the, the way things are now. Um, and when I was praying over my girls, it was much different. Things were um, um, in, in 
but still, the enemy is still out there because it's a spiritual battle. It's not a, a, a natural battle that we're fighting because God said so. But I wanted to pr- uh, just uh, read a little bit of, of what this had on it just to encourage mothers to seriously take time to to pray for your children because it's worth it. Um, because God honors your prayers and your and your your seeking and your speaking and what what Pastor said about speaking the word over your children. And I once I started doing this, I kept it going for years and um and I really can see where God has honored what what I did because it's his word. And I want to read some of this. It says, a prayer for your children. Father, your word is true, and I believe it. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, I believe, my, I believe in my heart and say with my mouth that the word of God prevails over my children. Your word says that you will pour out your spirit upon my offspring and your blessing upon my descendants. I believe and say that my children are wise and that they take heed to and are fruit of godly instruction and correction. I love my children I will, and I will diligently discipline them early. Because of that, they will give me delight and rest. Father, I take your word that says, you will contend with him who contends with me, and you will, safe, safe, you will give safety to my children and ease them day by day. I confess you, Lord, and, and I confess that you, Lord, give, my, give, angels, give your angels charge over my children to accompany and defend and preserve them. I believe they find favor, good understanding, and high esteem in the sight of, of in your sight, Lord, and in the sight of man. I confess that my children are disciples taught of the Lord, and obedient to your to, to your will. Great is their peace and undisturbed composure. I believe I receive wisdom and counsel. In, being in, in bringing up my children in the dis- discipline and instruction of the Lord. And your word declares that when they are old, they will not depart from it. So I commit them into your keeping. And I know and I, and, and I know and have confident trust that they are watched over and blessed of the Lord all the days of their lives in Jesus' name. And this prayer, I prayed years and years over them. I think Ivy was about nine years old when I started praying over them. And I can see that God has has honored this word. He has honored the prayers that we pray, and he will honor your prayers over your children. You know, the word he... Um, what scripture came to me uh, this morning is, suffer not the children to come unto me. It's what Jesus had said. 
to the to um, his to disciples. So such is the kingdom of, of heaven. And so, in, when we when we think we just think about Jesus, he walked the earth, and and there were children that were coming to him. But now, we have the privilege of bringing our children before the Lord. And his word is true, as Pastor said. It will not return until him void. And he will watch over your children to keep them if you will bring your children to the Lord through prayer, through speaking the word over them, and be faithful in in what he's called us to do as as parents, as mothers. Um, and, And another scripture came to me that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if we will take the time and, and be faithful to speak the word and to pray over our children, then God will do what he said he will do. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com, contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net, or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.